Welcome to the Sports Space Podcast. It's your host with the most, True Golf. You can't come in like that. You have to do a little bit of a jingle. I like the excitement for our new section, man. What are we getting into right now for the people? Oh, yes, sir. Actually, you're here at CNN Network. Actually, the... Sorry, RNN Network, was, the real hmm. nigga network. Huh? Huh? Anyways. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I'm not using any profanity on this one. I'm about to be so, so oh, yeah. on my toes. We're going to try to be on our toes. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, I'm going to try that too as a little challenge to be completely honest with you because this is interesting. But um, like we we announced in a in a previous podcast mm-hmm. on the main on the main pod that we were going to do, be doing some di- things a little bit differently in 2021. And one of the ideas we had was to separate the main podcast from the sports podcast, mm-hmm. right? And just kind of give like a section for those who like the sports to have like their whole sports in one area. Those who like the regular podcast to have the regular podcast in one area. And really, which we encourage those who like both to just be able to watch Check both in some shorter form content. Right? So hopefully from this endeavor, y'all will be able to take something special that we've kind of been neglecting in certain episodes because, you know, it's a lot to jam pack into a little bit over an hour, especially on our schedules and trying to do everything that we want. So hopefully, set by separating these pieces of content, we'll be able to give you not just more content, but better content. And I'm hoping that's what we're able to do today. So without further ado, I'm ready to go ahead and get into it because and I know there's some good conversations. For sure. And I'm not always going to be dressed crazy, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's a sports cast, so why don't I sports cast? Do you feel mm. me? Like, yes, sir. Mm. But huh, <laughs> coming to you, starting us off today on our sports segment, we're going to be speaking about hmm, who would have guessed America's the favorite. motherfucking the. I said I'm going to be better about cussing, and immediately almost cussed. Wow, this is going to be a long, a long trial. But anyways, was. Give us some ideas, truly. Like, we don't know what name we're going to stick for for the sports episode. This is just episode yeah. one, so we'll see. All of our punny viewers, we appreciate y'all, so go ahead and give us something. Especially the punny viewer. I said viewers, wow. But punny viewers. We're going to get straight into it, though. The Super Bowl happened this past weekend. I was very fortunate enough to watch it around some of the homies. You were able to watch it around just... Myself. Yourself, to be Isolated. Honest. You the uh, I'm trying my hardest to be... To get this pandemic over with, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I'm just not doing anything, hopefully. <laughs> I'm over it, if y'all can't tell. So, it wasn't too bad of an experience. Just watching it with the family. Yes, sir, Ski. And so, with the Super Bowl going on, this year there was a lot of things that we thought were going to be different. Um, mm-hmm. One is... <laughs> one is <laughs> they had 25,000 people at that stadium, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is one event that didn't get slowed down <laughs> at all by the... <laughs> the worldly circumstances around it. I'm sorry. People were all wondering, kind of trying to speculate what was going to happen, bro. With the money that they bring into the Super Bowl, we should have assumed that the NFL was never going to have that one short. I think what's tough, though, isn't the fact that there was 25,000 people, yeah. But you know the stigma behind especially influencers and celebrities being out and about right now during this pandemic. And, you know, everyone has their own feelings on that and their own judgments. I'm not going to be the guy for that right now. But the fact that there were so many people out there and you saw different individuals, I wonder 
as time keeps on going by, what people's perception of like those who were out and about during this time will really end up being. I know it started off a lot more negative, but I feel like as times kind of progress, people have started to care less. But no, a lot of them still have that negative Nancy outlook, which is fine, of course. I, it's, it's understandable depending mm-hmm. on pe- understandable depending on people's situations, of course. But we're not here to discuss that stupid bullshit on this mm-hmm. pod. We're here to discuss sports, Negro. And so- Bob, what are you doing? <laughs> Let me stop. So after nine points that were only scored by Mm -hmm. the kicker for four quarters of football, the first time in Pat Mahomes' career, and the worst loss he's experienced in his career, and the first time he hasn't thrown a touchdown in his starting career, Mm -hmm. is Pat Mahomes over with? I feel like this is an important segment to note the fact that I don't, our energy is so different right now, and so I'm trying my hardest to give a good answer, but I can't. But no. All right. He couldn't be. He couldn't be. That man is a, the bona fide truth. You know what I'm saying? When you look at somebody, a perennial all-star, when you just see greatness in front of you, even in a blowout loss, can you deny it? Can you deny it? You had the Bucks defense chasing this man around like he was a rat that they were trying to get out of the house like elmer fudd they had him they were on his ass and somehow he was still able to get off some incredible passes that again weren't completed but gave me glimpses and hopes of years to come which i don't find fair like all jokes aside in the stairs and like my personality right right now like that is one thing that i found the least fair about this super bowl to be quite honest because yes the GOAT came in and proved that he's the GOAT. Like, mm-hmm. once again, like, seven rings. Like, that's unprecedented. Like, seven out of ten. Like, mm-hmm. you've been there ten times. You got seven rings. You got, like, seven. Isn't it seven or, or most of them you have the Super Bowl MVP, you know, out of your own rings? I think, like, five of them he was the Super Bowl MVP. If not six I of wouldn't them, doubt he was it. Super Bowl MVP. Especially since he's Tom Brady, though. Because, like, like, of course, dude. Yeah. The whole thing with it. And quarterbacks may favorite. We get that, too, yeah. when it comes to sports. But, I mean, like. Kind of hard not to give it to that, man. But, like. So I'm, this is not talking down on Tom Brady in the slightest because clearly he won that game. Clearly he proved the point on the opposite side, which we have talked about, yeah. of like GOAT v. GOAT, like future GOAT versus current GOAT, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like one, like, but one thing that I do hate and I get a little bit mad about hearing people discuss football, which I'm a casual like everybody else with the sport. Very casual. Like, so I want to be completely honest, but it's like when your body is horizontal in the air and you throw a side pass, like, wasn't it over 30 yards? Like, it was a long pass. Like, a yeah. side pass that was a long pass, and you hit your receiver in the face mask. You can't talk like he's not great. Like, that's not great. Right, I know like, those are missed passes, but we sit here and, nigga, like, we, sorry, my man. We sit here and we talk about, like, some of the missed dunks in the NBA as, like, if they hit that dunk, that would have been greatest dunk of the year. Right, there were certain passes that Pat Mahomes had in this Super Bowl that would have been greatest pass of the year if they were completed passes. There were so many good moments, and but I feel, especially to go more on your point, it's the fact that football is such a team sport, though, Mm -hmm. with just the amount of players involved in it that. I think it's really hard to keep up this argument from the Super Bowl being Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes. I know that was obviously the matchup people wanted to see in the sense of you know how pivotal the quarterback is to every team. But there was a lot, a lot more circumstances at play here. And again, you see it from their deploy. I don't want to like give it bail out anybody, but like we were saying, Kansas City had somewhat of a depleted team. Right, they had an All-Pro O-line and 
half of their all pro O line was sitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we have to be real about certain things too, because like people are making memes and jokes, mm -hmm. but realistically speaking, and this is why it's I love speaking about sports with athletes versus casual people online. And this isn't to shit on casual people online or to act like their opinion doesn't matter. But until you've laced up boots, you've put on like a shooting sleeve, you've put on shin guards, you've put on cleats, like, and you've played any sort of team sport, mm -hmm. right? You don't understand like exactly what you were speaking of about the fact that we can't place this all on Tom Brady and on Pat Mahomes. Because yes, we the way football is sold, the way these awards are given out, like the Heismans, the MVPs and all of that, like it is very quarterback favored, right? Mm -hmm. And with that quarterback favor comes quarterback responsibility, mm -hmm. which is every loss is your fault no matter what in the media's mm -hmm. eyes. But like this man, Pat Mahomes, they show, they showed a stat as ago, which is outstanding, bro. Like you talk about like great great running backs, bro. Like you have a three hundred yard running game. People mm -hmm. think you just went out of body, out of mm -hmm. spirit, right? Mm -hmm. This man Pat Mahomes ran five hundred yards behind the line. <laughs> they game. had him running for his life. It was incredible to watch I've the never fact seen that it. again. I've and never I feel seen like it just highlights the greatness that is the fact that even with zero protection, what it felt like. This man was still able to find the opportunities that weren't completed again because it felt like uh, some of the other players came out a little bit timid. They ended up picking it up and trying to make something happen, but the game just didn't go in their favor, and it was a little bit harder fought than that. They had to come out swinging from the jump because the Bucks had a fully stacked team ready to compete that have been there before. Even if it's a first-time team, Tom Brady's been to how many Super Bowls? Exactly. That was his 10th. You know, Gronkowski's been there along with him for a few of these. Apparently, every night till the game came up, I mean, just like you were talking about when mm -hmm. it comes to just preparation and being ready, one thing that I think goes into Tom Brady's had a being the GOAT is that is an ultimate winner. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell like he only is there to win no matter what. Apparently like the days up till the game, like for weeks, like up till the Super Bowl game, every single night at 11 p.m., he texted the whole team we're going to win this. Mm -hmm. We're going to win this. Like little stuff like that every single night. You saw how he was holding everybody accountable on the field at all all single times of the game. Mm -hmm. Plus, like you saw Leonard Fournette, you saw Mike Evans, you saw like all of the players on that Bucks team there was not a moment of that game, which we love talking about in fighting, right? Where, or we even make this example in basketball, where at the end of the day, you're a pro, right? Mm -hmm. You're a pro and you're here, you're, it's dog season, right? You can't walk into an arena with another dog, no matter how well you think you're ranked, no matter how good you think you are, mm -hmm. and not want it at at least equal the level of that other dog where he's going to get the best as of you. As soon as you start to slip up and even waver like in your confidence and your belief, you lost. Mm -hmm. You lost. Because you saw the way those bucks were coming, boy. Mm -hmm. They were coming like they were angry all game. And Kansas City just seemed kill. timid, bro. They seemed timid for the first so, time. It, it's all right because we're, this isn't the last time we're going to see that team in the Super Bowl. Not even... 500 million, man? You think close. this is the last time he's going to be in the Dude, Super Bowl? Dude, I think they might be running it back. Both, <laughs> both teams we might see. There we might see some year. Golden State <laughs> Cavs shit. This is all I have to say. Uh, I wish rest. Tom retired though, low key, uh, because obviously he's a winner. He wants to keep playing football. He loves this sport. Mm -hmm. He said he wants to play until he's forty-five. But bro, you just win your seventh Super Bowl. I saw some. I saw a thing uh, that I didn't really put into perspective. Since he was thirty-seven, he's won four Super Bowls. He's forty-three, mm -hmm. so six years, he won four. Let that sink in. That's kind of insane. We got to give respect <laughs> to the legend. And at the end of his speech. They were talking about, all right, Tom, so can we expect to see you here again? He's like, of course. I'll be he said, I'll be back. <laughs> he you said, know. I'll be back. Like, <laughs> you know? I was almost sounded. The thing is, though, that sounds cocky. That sounds unreasonable. But if you've been tattooed, it's not unreasonable. Statistically <laughs> not speaking, 
you have a ch- you really should believe him. Since he's been in the league, he's been to the Super Bowl every other year. Mm. Like on average, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like since he's been in the NFL. So you can't bet against that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like at least to get there, like if there's one person you could count on to get there while they're playing, it's Tom yeah. Brady. So shouts out to him. He's the undeniable goat in my eyes at this moment. But like one question that people did, one thing people did throw into him being the undeniable goat right now is his path to the Super Bowl this year, being arguably one of the hardest paths in NFL history, and it being in his in the age where he was 43 years old, because he not only had to play the other two names and the three names that are in the goat current conversation of the players playing which is drew Brees and aaron Rodgers. he had to beat drew Brees. he had to beat aaron Rodgers. we know about how that one felt at least the drew Brees one mm. he also had to beat who people are calling the young goat in the super bowl as a pat mahomes man. that is incredible i think that is incredible of a run we have to give it to this buccaneers team man i know they put the win now together like immediately for tom and yeah people talk about yeah his whole cast is all pro how many win nows have we seen fail we watched the nba you know what i'm saying we mm-hmm. watched the nfl we've watched so many win nows look crazy look mad that's important look nuts so that's like important. talk about it be real you know um i don't know for me personally I wouldn't say it's the craziest run-up, unlike lead-up I've seen. Just like a person getting to the Super Bowl and winning, like, and what they had to go through. We've seen some crazy years of talent just spread all across the league. I know the QB position feels like it was lacking for some of my years growing up. So maybe that's probably where people see it. But at the end of the day, it's not that for me. It's like, okay, what was the defense doing to this man? What was Because that's what he's facing. He's not really facing Drew Brees, you know what I mean? But you know how they paint it. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. it's like we're... Those games tough for him on that, right? Yeah, and they still made it work. So it, it, even as a Saints fan, it's funny, though, because now that loss doesn't feel as bad when you know it feels it still fucking sucks. I mean, it still freaking sucks. But when you see that the team you lost to won the Super Bowl, it didn't just win it. They won it decisively. Wow. You probably gave them one of their best games in the in the lead up to it. So in, a, in a, some world, that could have been you. And then really like one of my um one of my biggest concerns I guess when it came to this one mm-hmm. is what are they going to do next year? And that's not just with like the winning the Super Bowl and like all of that stuff. It's we saw clearly like a Gronk, for instance, like Leonard Fournette, for instance, like AB, for instance, like these players that signed the like quickest one year contracts mm-hmm. just so it could be the win now situation. There well, are certain, running back. There are certain players that need to get paid now. Mm-hmm. And so like now that they need to get paid, like I know AB, well, AB and Gronk are two that I think may take as little as they yeah, took last I was gonna say, year. Gronk doesn't need to get just paid Just like because that. like Nick is no like who they're playing with mm-hmm. and who fought for them and mm-hmm. who like wants them on the squad and who's they want to AB is the only person out of that of those Leonard Fournette I feel like is about to just go like there's a team that's about to give him an, a buttload of money he's out of here I think he's out of here um, and the team's about the to thing give him a buttload of money they could use keep they could use him they can keep him but they can definitely find that but their other straight. running back was straight the only the thing he was good is though the fact that AB if he ends up really trying to demand the bag after his lead up in his career, I would be surprised, man, because it took a lot for him to get back to where he is, to be able to say, to get that Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, to be in this position. Caught the touchdown in the and Super like, Bowl, too. I know he's definitely probably relishing the moment and just like, you know what, as long as Brady's around, I'm going to be chilling for a bit and we're going to make it happen. Brady after that, for him. he might just be demanding everything he needs. And but. Brady fought for him, too. That's why he may he may um, really just play this next year because Brady mm-hmm. signed a two-year contract. 
and see if Brady retires. If Brady retires, then go to another team. Because mm-hmm. I know Gronk is literally going to retire the second Brady retires. Like yeah. he's only here because he wants to play. Well, he retired. Yeah, he retired already. <laughs> well, he, he, he literally like, came gosh, back because my guy he wants, wants to play with Brady. <laughs> and so, so shouts out to that. But moving along mm-hmm. from football. Just because I think that there was a good discussion that I saw on Twitter and I want to see your reactions to it, but I'll set it up in a, probably a little bit different way. They were having a greatest athlete of all time discussion now that Tom has won 7 out of 10, right? And mm-hmm. he's been there 10 times. And a lot of people were arguing, A, the obvious, the fact that Tom Brady is not that athletic of a just like flimsy looking like white 40-something year old man, to be completely honest. Just being, just being honest. From like how he's set up in athleticism to like Goliaths mm-hmm. like uh, LeBron James mm-hmm. to like a Cristiano Ronaldo that looks mm-hmm. like God himself came down and sculpted these muscles, you know, on certain yeah, people yeah. and how their bodies work. And like a Serena Williams who's in the exact same bag of like crazy athlete when it comes to athletics, right? Pure athletics. But I think a lot of the discussion comes down to being one of the most winningest and like dominant people in your sport has been like one of the more dominant people in your sport has been the way it's been kind of framed. And so my question to you wouldn't be necessarily who you would put as the greatest athlete of all time, because that's a hard discussion. Mm -hmm. And that would take a long time to sit and think of because there's the domination of Tiger Woods. I could say Usain Bolt, you know, like there's a domination in Michael Phelps. Come on. You're not even just talking about just the winners, bro. You have your dual athletes, again, like a Deion Sanders who's able to play professionally in two sports. Literally play professionally in two sports. Unheard of. Would fly exactly. on a plane after games so they could catch the game mm-hmm. in New York when he played on the Yankees and on the Falcons. Herschel Walker, time. like all Herschel these different Walker. athletes. Exactly. Like, you don't see that. Exactly. But, um, but, so what's the question? So then my question to you would be, A, do you think that there is credence putting Tom Brady in a discussion like greatest this is, athlete This is where time, I see this conversation. Or do you think it should be changed to most dominant athlete? No, I don't think it should be most dominant athlete. I don't think it should be greatest athlete. That whole concept, because this to- conversation isn't something that just happened. Of course. This conversation has been here for decades. But the thing is, decades past, the only sports they really had, save, except for baseball, for the most part, you had to be athletic to play. So, I mean... I'm not saying like a QB isn't athletic, but Tom Brady just at his age doing it like it is an athletic role, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no undermining, of it's course. It's very athletic, role. of course. And so well, we've just seen more athletic QBs. So that's so it's like. just at a time where the, probably the least athletic sport you're gonna have mm-hmm. is baseball. So everything you can use the athlete argument, but what I see now, because I, I, we have esports, we have all these different kind of sports, we have all this, and you know what, what it takes to be good at anything to a, that high of a level, even if it is mostly mental. He loved league. Exactly. I mean, he's still, <laughs> bro, he's one of the best, like, to be fair, he's one of the best, I don't want to say athlete, but but I feel like the word athlete has to evolve, and that's what I'm getting at here, to where it's not just, and used to define athletics in the traditional sense, but in in the greater sense of encompassing mental, you know, encompassing the skill and encompassing all these different things. Because when you have that conversation, then you can really pay the proper respects to all athletes in their respective sports, as well as get a better understanding of who really is the best competitor. And that's what I feel like it should get down to. And competitor 
obviously you could have a dog mentality, but if you don't win, you're not. If you don't have the championships to prove it, you're not going to win it. Chris Paul, we love you. You don't have the chips. You're not going to be the or greatest. Or else he'd competitor. be up there. Otherwise, because he we've would. never we've seen even Kobe and them talk about like come he, on him now. being the most competitive person in the league they've seen. But exactly. Kobe said beside himself. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, and that's with great respects to him. <laughs> with great respects to him, but it's just like you do have to win to be in this discussion. Because so, that one's tough. So, A, I definitely do think the word athlete needs to evolve. I'm not going to sit here and be a Shannon Crowder. Shouts out to I Am Athlete, though. But <laughs> and sit here and just shit on esports mm-hmm. or, like, influencers and, like, things that are just not traditional routes, you know, when it comes to these sports and when it comes to these things. Because realistically speaking, and just being yeah. people that have been in the esports. Five, six names come to my and mind, being in the, the esports realm, mm-hmm. right? Like, and people that have paid attention, people that have mm-hmm. watched, like, Worlds and seen how people give it up for, like, League of Legends and, like, um, Call of Duty even mm-hmm. and, like, Halos. And we've seen everything, the Rocket Leagues even, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, one, we could definitely say someone like Faker is one of the most dominant people. Bro, we've seen. seen him. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just the back-to-back world championships. Like, I'm pretty sure they A decade of people point, being scared But of every time, you were basically in the finals for, like, six runs straight or something like that you know what i'm saying something crazy and then you see past that and that you see these in our lifetime at least in their respective sports you saw the faker in league we saw the serena we saw the michael phelps mm-hmm. we saw the usain bolt we saw the braun we saw the tom brady i feel like there's so many athletes who are just there's always an athlete dominating their sport for their decade or whether it be a decade or two so it makes it kind of hard because then you have to go through the history of it. So if we were doing a single sport, I feel like that's a little bit easier conversation. But I like where people are getting at. Because in a sense, though, it helps bring up awareness and conversations to athletes that may be overlooked because of, like, their sport might not be the biggest or whatever. Or their gender. Or their, yeah, I mean, I'm getting Exactly. And the gender was the next one. I was going to say... Because Serena winning that, winning that title while pregnant it might be one of the hardest things i've ever heard in my life just like literally like tough like awesome like wow that was that's insane that's insane i i can't imagine it i can't (laughs) nigga my stomach be hurting i'd be walking upstairs like my stomach imagine the hormones like you know how hard it is to keep that mental straight just normally when you're competing at a high level in the biggest arena now imagine doing it while you're pregnant and everything's out of whack like beast like inspirational like honestly like the way you were describing steph shooting the other day this is truly <laughs> inspirational <laughs> steph curry <laughs> like right. definitely how right. i feel about like anything serena does yeah. like because so definitely i feel you on that so that's a good that's a good way to frame it in a the evolution of the word athlete but b mm-hmm. just realizing that it is a moot point to even discuss and argue some of these things in general like greatest athlete of all time because the definition of an athlete is going to be different per sport right and two when you get into it in the sports which is why we have to talk about like greatest quarterback of all time greatest running back of all time greatest wide receiver greatest lineman greatest this greatest that because like at the end of the day you can't call like tom brady the best football player of all time no he's the best quarterback of all time mm-hmm. so if you can't even generalize in their own sport then you can't generalize across sports. exactly so that's a good one for Sholi. So then moving right along to probably my favorite section of sports, especially going to be my favorite section moving on week by week because it's my favorite sport mm-hmm. right now. I believe it's our favorite sport yes, at the it's moment. It's been too, my favorite sport of all time. Like so, I, I can't say I've ever really wavered on that one. 
I will say, I will give you your credit. You have not wavered. Because I had soccer was my favorite sport ever. Then it was something else. Then it was basketball. I think I let football take it for a little second, but then it was basketball. Basketball's That's always been tough. top three. Mm-hmm. And it's always like the matter- moments that mattered in basketball were some of the highest. Mm. So don't get it twisted. Like Kobe moments mattered more than the whole NBA to me. I was Now it's just, now I can watch everything. Yeah. And I'm cool with everybody and everything. But moving right along to NBA with general NBA news and discussion that is going on right now. One is, so... I'm going to ask you a question as our NBA aficionado, right? With the All-Star break coming to Atlanta this year, Mm -hmm. right? Who do you predict as the All-Star snubs already? If you could just tell the people that they're not paying attention to what they're doing right Uh, now. That one's tough. I only have one name, personally. I don't think any of the regular snubs from years they're past not gonna let are going to be snubbed, snubbed this year. So the, the Beals in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine them, bro. The, the Zach Levine's in there. You like, think Levine's in there this 100%. year? 100%. Because I, I was hoping they're not snubbing that. I think they're going back to East and West. East and, oh. I think, I think they need to. It might be hard to get it done now, especially when they're logistically still trying to make the All-Star break even happen. Yeah. They might just go on what they did last year mm-hmm. and for these past few years, but they need to bring back East and West because it's competitive again. Mm-hmm. That would be fun to see. Uh... Devin Booker, but is Devin Booker a snub right now? I guess with Clay out, with um, Clay out, he would be a snub. And with CJ, CJ's injured, and uh, CJ's injured, the, and in Clay's mo- injured. In the most respectful yeah. way possible, I'm taking Devin Booker over CJ every single time. Every single time. That's and the, CJ's that, been going crazy. That's the now. only yeah. one that's a really t- a hard like comparison. You know how much I like Devin Booker as a player, but I feel like in this last two. Two to three years, CJ has just upgraded his game to a point where it honestly, if he didn't, ha- if he didn't look like he did, and I don't know what it is because I feel like people are giving him some Urkel treatment or something, they'd be putting a lot more respect on that man CJ McCollum's name because he is a bona fide winner. Like I've seen a lot of like clutch moments more so from a second option in him than a lot of people's favorite players. Like CJ's nuts. No, go hard, bro. Give respect for the respect forty point games. So we'll never, we'll like never be mad at respect 50. given where respect is due. So honestly, like if I had to give a top five from each side though, just like if I had to give starters, mm-hmm. right? So okay. I'm gonna give my East starters, then I want you to give your East starters, then I want you to give your West starters, and I'll give my West starters. I'm pretty sure the list should be relatively similar, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they do the, do the East West, right? But if I had to go starters on the East, I'm going <laughs> like KD, Kyrie, yeah, and fucking like James Harden. Three so there's the three from the same team. That's so easy. And to be quite honest with you, to be quite honest with you. I'm going to go Zach Levine and Joel Embiid, personally, if I had to go five. It's crazy I because I understand where you're coming from, and I genuinely could believe it. I know even saying that's about to get, che- like, just what are y'all talking about for what's going to come out of my ne- mouth next? Because I know most people would have it, those three, Giannis and Joel Embiid. But, look, man, let's be real here, like... I need somebody who's going to be a threat at all all sides of the oh, court. Oh, for sure. We're, and you have, like, Giannis a dominant relegated. guy in the pen. Like, Giannis, <laughs> Giannis is coming off the bench for me, man. He got relegated to the bench, for sure. <laughs> Who would be your five, though? Basically the same uh, thing? No. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be close, though. It would. I would think KD at the four. Uh, Joel, five. Again, Harden and Kyrie don't matter. They're just both going to be guards. Yeah, and then it's, it's probably going to be... Oh my goodness! I'm actually putting way too much disrespect. It wouldn't be Kyrie. Uh, it would be Harden, Jimmy Butler, Beal, and then KD and uh, Joel Embiid. 
I'm not mad at that at all. To be honest, really, like, I'm just the Zach Levine stand club, mm-hmm. to be completely real with you. Even though I do love that nigga and think that nigga is super fire. But I think that, honestly, if I had to change anything from what I've already said, it would just be switching Levine and... um. Levine and uh, Jimmy, mm-hmm. for sure. But that still still would be mine. Russ, if mm-hmm. he makes it, would be off the bench. I don't think he's making it this year. If it's East and West, just be real. Unless it's just like the respect for Russ thing yeah. where they drag him on because of that. But um, he might since it's, if it's East and West. If it's just best players in the league, he's not. But then West, give me your West five. Oh, my West five would probably look <laughs> something like, obviously, LeBron James. Obviously, an Anthony Davis. And then Jokic. And that's just uh, straight up for the uh, front court. Let me think what my back court would be. I'm liking the Steph Curry. And honestly, I'm probably going to say Dame. No, I can't say Dame because I say Steph Curry. I can't say Kawhi. I can't say Paul George. I'm saying Dame. It's Dame time all I'm not going to lie to you, bro. No, no cap. I'm not going to turn with the no cap. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. The way <laughs> PG acquire starters, bro. But the thing is, the way I don't want to make them starters just because it's fucked up. Who are they starting over? Bro, stop. Who bro. are they? No, no, no. I get the Kawhi one. I get the Kawhi. Who's PG starting over? He's playing crazy, but which spot? Is he playing? Is he over Braun? Because the fans aren't letting low that happen. Key, low key, low key. The fans aren't letting low that key, happen. This is the five. I personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's. um. Braun, AD, Steph, duh. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> Braun, AD, Steph are your starters. Then I think it's Kawhi. MP. No. No, no, no. Kawhi. Jokic is playing Kawhi and Jokic. Body. I think Kawhi if you make Joel Embiid a starter. It's Jokic. It's Jokic. Respectfully, it's you got to make Jokic It's a Jokic. We have to be real. It's a Jokic. It's a Jokic. We have to be real. It's a Jokic. But yeah. it's like... But the then, West is just deep, though, then, in general, because the bench is crazy, man. You have Luka. You have P- Paul George. You have all these good players that are able Lamelo to... Lamelo and All-Star year one. Uh, if they do East and West, potentially. I don't think so, though. I don't. No, he's not. He's got to he's got to put up the crazier boosting. numbers. I was just boosting. <laughs> but like to be, I'd love to see it though. To be honest with you, like um, with the, the uh, Jokic is for sure starting. But keep it a beanie. Let's stable. be real. On Zion's numbers, the way all star. No, for sure, Zion's yeah. an all star this year. If they're not it's nubbing, like, mm-hmm. but think about like the ja. way that think about the way that they're Jaw's not an all star this year. And I know, I know, but I'm just saying the potential for like what this bench could be. Like the West is deep. Oh, for sure. But like honestly, I was sitting thinking about it. Like keep it a bean. PG starting over Kawhi. And if you had to choose one of the two, I want to choose Kawhi every time because I've seen what PG's done recent years in big moments because he used to be big moment P back in the mm-hmm. day. But in recent years in the big moments, it's looked a little spooky. The but bubble's like, tough, man. It's I know everyone tough. clowned the bubble, but the bubble was a tough situation. For sure. For sure. But we also sh- saw this nigga shoot like 0 for 87 in the series with Dame the previous year until yeah. until the game. Yeah. The last game, though, I do want to give him his respect. I think that nigga went off and like reproved himself to mm-hmm. everyone that last game. Had like 36 or something. Dame just hit the shot and waved. So he waved mm-hmm. all 36 points away. So you can't no complain that it was a bad no shot. No one cared either, about that. By can't complain it's a bad shot after man's nickname is mr logo but anyway nah nah you can't complain (laughs) a nigga to call him mr logo he said it's a bad shot he shot from his spot you know (laughs) you let him shoot from his spot i checked the scouting report it's a good shot coach (laughs) but but then um moving right along from all-star just because we're gonna have to like stay tuned and see what happens with that um i wanted to ask you go hard 
it makes me kind of sad that it's an all-star break in Atlanta right now, especially when you know with NBA regulation, you're not going to be able to have the fans as much when it comes to like going into actual facilities and being a part of the festivities and fun. You're going to have a very limited amount of people that could be in there, and they're going to do better than the NFL on that. So you know it's not going to be like easy to get in. However, the AT- Atlanta being one of the only places that's open... You know the city is going to be. It's about to be stupid, crazy. So many, so many families are going to be broken that weekend. Hmm. So many families hmm. are going to be Magic broken City that with Harden in town. Let that one sink in. That's all I had to say. It really wasn't even. I don't need a statement. I don't need a response. I just had to put that out there. Ladies, ladies, I'm letting y'all know. All Star Weekend in Atlanta. There has not been an All Star Weekend basketball in Atlanta since well, in like 2003. Yeah, since 2003. So, ladies, I want you to know that was 18 years ago. I'm 27. We were nine years old. If you're about my age, now you're a grown up. You have bills. You know what I'm saying? You have things mm. to do. If you're looking to get something paid for, that's the weekend. That's the weekend. That's all I'm gonna say though. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all they, say. they will be in town. They will be. They will be. And guess Big what's the, guess what's crazy about All Star Weekend? You think the niggas that the other 400 and something niggas in the league aren't gonna be in the town that the All Star breaks going on mm. if it's a fun town mm. because they just like hoops and they like to be around it. You're mistaken. So those around. bench players that nobody knows their name of but are still making the minimum, they pay bills. To, let me stop. Let I wonder if there's gonna be fun stop. runs uh, during All Star Weekend. Probably, to be honest. That'd be definitely cool to randomly hoop with like a G League or NBA player. Probably some crazy way. runs. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, going to try and be out private here. private runs are going to happen. I'm going to hit some Masked up. up. I think we could definitely masked find up. some runs if we need to. Yes, definitely sir. masked up. But moving right along to... Um, I was just going to spend a moment and speak on LaMelo, but I feel like we're getting... Nah, it's our sports segment, so fuck it. I like, feel like we are running a little bit on time, so we might have to, like... I will save the LaMelo comments just because we speak about LaMelo every single week. And so mm-hmm. we're definitely going to... 30-point game, seven threes made in a, another game after well, that. I'll say rookie, anyway, rookie three-point record. It. Off the assist from the prior rookie three-point record holder. What? And has... And... And... <clears throat> me, 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 me. Already has a higher scoring. Let's stop. But a crazy game. We're not going to get into those comparisons and all those kind of things where I was going to go there. But because yeah. that sounds like some hate, and I don't mean to hate truly. But moving on to the last thing we're going to speak about on the sports space for this week is the comment that Kevin Garnett actually made. Kevin yeah. Garnett made a comment this week where he was basically saying TLDR and not so that, and hopefully I'm not like missing anything, but he basically said that he doesn't believe that the players from 20 years ago could keep up with the players like in this generation because of everything that people have basically been saying, like the evolution. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying that, A, you can't really like play with your hands, play defense with your hands like that anymore. Hand checking has been like, just almost just taken away especially the way that you have to be technical with it now so players are like a lot more crafty and saucy and pretty much if you got any type of creativity with skill you can make so much more happen on offense that's really hard to guard so uh i don't know my point of view i really appreciate that because you're not going to get a better you it's hard to get a better opinion than a primary source this man and a defending legend a hall of fame career in the NBA, and like you said, I think he Known won for his he, defense. He won, he won defensive, defensive player, player of the year, year a couple times. Yeah, a couple times. So, and all team, um, first team all defense a few a times. Few times. So the thing for him though is that I definitely believe that there's certain players. I think the all stars and like the above average players could hang to some degree. Some of the above average players would end up being role players. The all stars might not be first options. You know what I'm saying? They might have to figure it out. But there's certain players that just immediately stand out in mind that I know could still hang no matter what. You see a Steve Nash and you, you know what I'm saying? Steve Nash is one of the original reasons why I really believe. You see the NBA and this is where magic happens. 
you know you're not gonna you're gonna still see produ- productivity you're gonna see all these things like there's definitely players that could still hang in it there's players that could hang but i definitely get his point too which a lot of niggas kill me for even though this nigga kg basically came out and said exactly what chuka offer said but the thing i said is i said there are certain players whose knees literally weren't built for the crosses mm-hmm. that Kyrie has you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like imagine <laughs> bro i'm sorry bro like the way the way that Niggas that have like the fucking all the way slider slit up mm-hmm. handles be making my knees shimmy and shake in LA Fitness. You know what I'm saying? And I think my lateral movements are sturdy because mm-hmm. of soccer and just like other sports that I've played in my life. Bro, like these old NBA players, bro, seeing people that literally still to this day, bro, still to this day, every game I watch, it's not just like some games. Every game I watch, and it's special players, though. Like, that's what I mean is the difference with, like, what a KG is mm-hmm. speaking about. Because, like, a Kyrie, a Dame, a Steph, a, yes, they qualify for what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, a special player. Like, if a Steph Curry was dribbling in front of some of these niggas 20 years ago, like, they would honestly have to just tap their coach on the back and ask, like, hey, coach, um... You see what he's doing to me, huh? That's the important part. I feel like... <laughs> but it's not all the point guards nowadays. That's like, where have people to have to keep in mind. Like, like obviously... Jay Crossover would eat. I, he I, did I, eat. Dude, Baron, he did Baron eat. Baron Davis would eat, bro. You know right what I'm now. saying? Like, I genuinely think there was some good players that would surprise people. However, you are not wrong when Jason you got the likes of eat. LeBron James getting lost by Steph Curry at the time still in his defensive prime where he's locking everybody up just getting eaten up by these guys it's kind of hard to defend that especially modern day so I think there's some I think I'm definitely holding credibility what KG says not just because of who he is but like seeing the argument but I I think we have to understand though that that's most players for sure the the all-stars and things like that they're going to be able to hang and so, like, that's basically all I have to say for this week's episode of The Sports Space. Y'all base, y'all, please comment, like, subscribe, whatever with that stuff. But just go ahead and, worst case, like, on Instagram or Twitter, just DM us and give us opinions of just having the sports to decide. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Is it something that you are excited for? I know a few of the homies have hit me talking about, like, liking more short form than, like, the hour plus content and just spread them out in different areas and Esco's Mm -hmm. even been talking about that so we're definitely trying different things and we're excited just to not long wind it for now you'll hear more announcements when more announcements come Mm -hmm. my name is Chuka my name is Esco and this is the sports space yes sir or different name what to say there for a second (laughs) alright peace out y'all